Hey, I'm Dean. And I'm Derek. Let's go to work. All right, listen, today we're going to be talking with Julie Rizzo. Now, Julie Rizzo is from a company called Recycled Granite, which she created. And Dean and I uh, met Julie in Indiana, which she's located in. Mm-hmm. Um, her background is unbelievable. She's incredible. She she thinks out of the box. She's an innovator. Um, she's been recorded twice regarding the things that she's created, you know. Uh, recorded where? In the... Um, you know, the congressional. U.S. congressional record. Really? Yeah. And she's also part of the um, the Hall of Fame innovators um, in the Chicago area. So she works with all these people who think out of the box and create new things. So once again, Julie being our friend and our guest, it proves my point once again. What's that? We make other people famous. No. No. We surround ourselves with people who are much better than us. Yes, that's true. So I would like to describe you and I as ticks. <laughs> we do once we find people really talented they can't get us off and if and we they just do suck the blood they end up, up getting like... Lyme disease or so so they should better keep us on or they'll get really sick oh my gosh <laughs> I am so sorry keep the children away from the podcast but Julia she is fantastic yeah. her, her products are incredible yes her product is called Recycled Granite and if you go to RecycledGranite.com you can see what she's doing now we have so much to talk about with her backstory but we want to. But she, we have to talk about her products too. We do her too. Back, her backstory is very. We want very her impressive. to talk about that backstory. So you're telling me don't, don't. Yes. Tease, don't do what you don't do. Go in, don't do what you don't do. Do what I usually yeah, do. Try to be someone different today. So today I'm going to be the color commentator. <laughs> I'm not going to take over the whole thing. I'm going to add color. <laughs> I'm losing oxygen already in the studio. All right, bring Julie on. Julie, are you there? I am. So am I, am I being referred to as a dog because you guys attach, you guys are ticks and you attach to dogs? Is that what it is? No, not at all, Julie. You, if you were a dog, you'd be like a very beautiful French poodle. Oh my thing. gosh, Julie. I just want you to know, I did not say anything about being a tick. That was not me. Okay. That's okay. I'm a, it's an honor for me to be on with the two of you. Oh, Julie, you're kind. It's an honor for us to be around you. And folks, really, this is, I mean, we do know each other. There's no question. But <laughs> they need to know who you are. They need to know who you are. So, Julie, do us a favor. Get us caught up to the days when you were working as a consultant at a fabrication shop that did countertops. And take uh, the listeners from that point to today in the quickest way possible. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. So um, I owned a real estate company, and uh, with the crash in 2007-2008, I was consulting for a granite fabricator, and I saw these big um, dumpster filled with stone, and I just said, listen, guys, what are you doing with that stone you just threw away? You bought, you paid over $1,000 for the slab, and they literally take 30% of that slab and throw it in the dumpster. And, you know, they just said we throw it away, and I said, well, can I have some of it if I can you know, do I have to pay for it? They said, no, it's garbage. Take it. So I took it. I worked with, um, you know, tried to make some mosaics and some projects. And being in that world a little bit, I uh, heard there were some machines available in the marketplace. So I kind of worked with some fabricators. And luckily, back then, um, domains were still fairly new. I mean, this is almost 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so I bought RecycledGranite.com because it, what was I doing? I was recycling granite. And, you know, I own Recycling Granite. I own over 100 domains. And uh, that's that's kind of how I started. So, 
by uh, garbage collecting, essentially. (laughs) So, Julie, when you talk about creating a machine, what type of a machine did you you create or did you actually buy or work with to do what you're doing with the stone? Well, back then there were um, some hydraulic splitters on the market. I used stampers and presses and uh, just hydraulic hydraulic presses and kind of stone splitters. But a lot of them in the beginning never worked. And I lost tons of money when it came to that because, you know, if I'm buying a machine and I'm trying to sell it or trying to, to work with it, I was the person responsible for making things happen. So, right. um, you know, I had to work with the, with the uh, machinists and people just to tell them, listen, this is happening. We need to fix this in order for my products to be manufactured in a profitable uh, way. So I, you know, there was a lot of going back and forth and tons of money lost and, and, but so much learned in that process. I know nothing about machines and I don't want to learn about machines because that's not what I do. <laughs> well, get, I don't care about them. No, you're right. But I mean, you're absolutely right. Why take that on? Give it to somebody else just as long as they're listening to you and helping to create what you need. Now, Julie, get the uh, listeners caught up to what the products are that you actually create so they understand. Yeah, so we manufacture right now, we manufacture about 25 different items, um, starting with landscaping pavers as being our largest. Uh, from that, we have fire pits. We break it down to our split stone wall veneers. Those are very popular. And then um, right now we're doing working with our granite finds as we crush the stone. We crush it and screen it. And we're working on pervious paving products. And the list goes on and on. We have full retail stores throughout the country now where they're selling our craft wares. And we're hosting classes for children who are making, um, you know, Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts who are doing fun, environmentally friendly um, art projects with granite remnants, granite waste. And uh, we also have stone and palette classes, too, where adults are doing the same thing. So it's, there's just so many different things that we do. You know, and the other unique thing about your company, uh, Julie, are the people you hire. Mm-hmm. And and who yeah, is so that? um it's not it's not usually uh you know an op- like a normal company you hire very unique people to work for you. So yeah, we're triple bottom line people profit and planet. And back in 2010 when I was doing a lot of the manufacturing by myself, I realized that the processes were very repetitive. And so I my boys were younger then. I had them on the jobs and their friends and it just wasn't really working. So I heard that people with uh special needs, autism, likes repetitive work. So I just went to the local high schools, two of the local high schools in my area, and sacrificed my time for about a year to see if they could do it. You know, bring them in. Could they split? Could they press? Could they package, box, identify colors, identify good and bad stones? Um, I went through that process, and come to find out, they could do every single thing that I did. And we're talking about people with, uh, you know, autism, just all, every they can't speak. Some of them can't see properly. All these, all these different um, what what people label as disabilities. We I identified them as green abilities. So I created the <laughs> nonprofit green green abilities. I love that. That's such, you know what? You, there's something you just said there that's so powerful. You invested a year of your time instead of looking for a quick fix. And I think Dean and I, you know, we had our own company going and all that. Uh, instead of the quick fix idea, you said, this, I think, is something that has legs and you have to invest time to find something with the type of quality is like that. I think that's awesome. Don't you think? Yeah, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like you guys are doing with your, um, you know, the trade school concept or the internship concept. That's what we have to do as local, pe- as local 
business owners, we have to invest the time in figuring out what works, not only for ourselves and our pocket, but for the whole community, because that's how businesses grow. We have to give back because that's at the end of the day, that's when you lay your head on your pillow, that's what you're most proud of. And you're, you know, you're happy. If you, you know, you could be driving a massive car. And I always say this to people when they, they talk about money, you know, I could drive a, a super nice vehicle or I can invest in machines that are going to make me money to help other people. Yep. Exactly. So it, for me, it's just, it all comes full circle. You know, Julie, I have a question. Um, do you have a dark side? Um, <laughs> because you listen to this know. background, it's like Mother Teresa. There has to be. I have to get your husband on the line. There has to be something. Something. I do. I have you ever kicked I your dog like when you were angry or something? No. no. Something. No, no. Beat no, your kids? I, no. my, hit your kids? No, they love me. No. <laughs> no, my dark side is I don't like to clean and I don't like to cook. I work way too much. And that that is a dark side. That is definitely a dark side. So then wait, who's cooking who's side, cooking so. in the house? Who's cooking? Uh it's just my husband and I now and he does most of the cooking. So uh, yeah. Is he any good? Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. You know, Italian, you know, Italian, Irish. Yeah, you know, they're usually pretty good. So, yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So listen, your products. But I want to talk. Go ahead. You go ahead. Go ahead. I, no. say, I would love to talk about how we met. <laughs> you and I, the, the no, three of us. <laughs> absolutely. Go ahead. Let's talk about that. Because we have a common. Yeah, so, um, our first producer, Joyce Pearson, was definitely the link between that. So go ahead. Go ahead. She was. Yeah, so Cal Schufert, a friend of our, a gentleman from Florida, called me one day and was asking about my product. And, uh, and you know, I was the biggest HGTV and DIY network fan for years and years. And uh, just out of the blue, he called one day and he said, you know, have you ever thought of being on the DIY network or HGTV? And I, I thought he was like an angel from heaven. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. How is this guy saying this? That's a heck of a description and, for Tal, if you knew him. <laughs> well, I know, but but it's true. So, And then he said, are you familiar with Dean and Derek from Rock Solid and Indoors Out? And I'm thinking, oh, my, I just woke up this morning, and they were teaching people how to do stuff. <laughs> and so, or, because your show is still air, you know, I I have seen them as recently as last year on the DIY network. So, sure, yeah. you know, your stuff airs forever. And so to me, I was like, oh, my God, these guys are awesome. And then I realized they're the ones who eat the Twinkies. Like, <laughs> what, aren't you guys, all, you guys are always like packing your lunches. <laughs> that and would be me. The Twinkies yes, that would be me. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. true. But as you know, so, don't believe what but, you see on television. Yeah, right. Go ahead, Julie. Tell right, your story. Go we, ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So now, so he, um, he introduced me to uh, Joyce Pearson the producer for shows that he'd been on and she put um showcased my material on I want that that was my first show on the DIY great network show. and that I was, was a great just show. Yep. oh my god it was awesome and so what happened is is that made my phone ring and I wasn't a franchise at that time and I realized that people throughout the country were getting calls for my material but it was too expensive for me to <laughs> ship it in, on small batches um so that just didn't work so that started the ball rolling for franchising Let's talk about the franchising because that's really interesting right there. Tal Shuford made a phone call to you and said, have you thought of this? You're looking at the network and that national platform as a viewer, not even thinking about where you fit into it. And because you got onto the show with Joyce, it opens up this whole other possibility for you. But because of you being the innovator that you are, please get everybody you caught know, up I, to what happened okay yeah go ahead before we just get into that yep i want to take back what i said earlier about us being the tick yeah i believe julie's the tick 
(laughs) She used our show and our connections. And look at where she is. And look at where you and I are. Julia, again. I'm just saying, I take that back. I just know. I I do name drop all the time with you about you guys. So yeah, that's what I do. We name Um, drop with you. We have some stories for you too. But go ahead. I want you to talk about the whole franchising thing because a lot of people have this idea, Julie, and they can't do it. But you did do it. So please get us caught up. That's with every idea. You know, people. Everybody has a ton of ideas. But I always say, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate to speak at colleges and at events all over. And you know, ideas are great. And there's a ton of patents and trademarks out there, but if you don't apply the things that you do, kind of like you guys with your with your radio show or your uh, podcast here, and even working in the um, at Plymouth Quarries, you take those steps necessary to advance your future because you have a vision. And even if the vision isn't always very clear, it's taking the one step and just not knowing which direction it's going to take you. It's just a step somewhere rather than sitting back and letting it all happen around you. Right. But when you took that step, Julie, you educated yourself. You worked very hard at your home to try to get the product right to where it would satisfy. It's not like you just said, I'm going to do this, left your job and and invested all this money with an idea. You really you set yourself up to to have a better chance of becoming successful. Well, you know, I try I I constantly try and educate myself. And like even today, we're, we're frozen in. And so instead of sitting in front of a TV all day watching regular TV shows, I'm on the Internet exploring, working on pervious products now, um, you know, with recycled bottles and all these other different things. I constantly educate myself when it comes to things just because, you know, I, I don't know. I just think I learned so much more. And like you said in the beginning, you surround yourself with people who make you better. And I absolutely do that. Right. And I, I can tell you right now. That. Very important to me. The researching on uh, permeable and pervious. Yep. That is going to be the big thing no matter where you live. That it's changing dramatically in our area by the ocean. And it's going to go across the country with that. So you're right on. Once again, you're right on. You're ahead of the curve. Well, it is. And so that, you know, that product awareness kind of leads me into directions that where I need to go. And, and, you know, you guys know about the pervious and permeable um, applications. Like you said, they're required in many parts of the country. 25% or whatever the percentage of your land, your lot must have a, a permeable application. And now with pervious products, and, it, you know, we could talk about um, those two different types if you'd like. But um, yeah. needless to say, with all the water runoff and all the um, environmental mm-hmm. situations that are happening, it's just necessary. I mean, we have these concrete blocks that don't allow water to rain come through. That's just, it does, it's not going to work that way. We have to allow for some other form of uh, penetration to happen. And so one of my slogans is let the earth drink, let the rain come through, let it mm. drink, you know, yeah. and that's what pervious pavers do. No, we've, you know, it's funny. We've talked about permeability uh, in a few podcasts up to this point. Right. It's a, it's something that we are definitely focused on this year, uh, not only at Plymouth Quarries, but with Dean and Derek as well. And, and we know that this platform here, a lot of people don't understand it. They may not understand the importance of it. And you just nailed it right there, Julie. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, listen, I do want to get into the nuts and bolts of a franchise. How many franchises, by the way, do you, are you connected to now? Uh, we have 18 right now. Our products are in over um, 75 stores throughout the country. We're light in a lot of parts of the country, though. Um, We need more uh, franchisees there just because the the demand is coming from 
from there, New Jersey, the Philadelphia area, mm. um, the Kentucky area, just a lot of, a lot, you could, if you go to recyclesgranite.com and look at the map, you'll see where we don't have uh, franchisees. So and then, uh, we definitely need coverage because, oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, you go, you go. I was say, when, you know, when these shows air, and we're blessed to be on over 14 TV shows with, um, you know, because Joyce started, because I was able to talk to Tal, because here's, here's really why, because we work, number one, I have, a, I have excellent products that are made from the earth. Um, number two, we work really hard when we're on those TV shows, just like you guys did. Yeah. It's not like you show up for five minutes, take, you know, do a quick shoot and you're out. <laughs> we work till two, three, four o'clock in the morning right. to get these things done. And, and you're very good um, on camera, by the way. You are excellent on camera because some people have a great product. <laughs> yeah. And from our experience over the years with TV, you put them on camera and it's painful. You well, just happen to be very it's good true. on camera. It's true, true, Julie. You are. The camera likes you, but also you, you're communicating Thank you, but, very well. Uh, they communicate very think. well. And one of the things is, I remember Joyce said to us, she goes, I want Julie on your show. And Dean said, no. He says, I don't want Julie on our show because Julie's going to get a spinoff. And he said, and I really, I don't want that to happen. So I was like, oh, gosh, I can't. He, he held you back. He held you back right uh, if there. If you're no, expecting me to deny that, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Because you know it's the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we're TV shows are definitely in our future. We're talking to a few more people about a few different things um, because there's so many opportunities again that we can share, and it, it just it goes on and on and on. And I just see everywhere I look, I can't even run fast enough. There's there are so many things we can manufacture with stone because it's the oldest building material in history. I mean, yeah. it's it lasts the longest. It's just, it's the best. And you, you know the great thing about this too, Julie, and, and Derek and I talk about this when we talk to young young kids thinking about getting in into the trades. Um, women coming into our business is incredible. And I'm not saying that, I'm, I'm not kidding now, I'm not being patronizing and stuff because it's the thing to say today. It's the truth because yeah. women bring a whole different perspective to our business. When some of the best designs Derek and I have done in outdoor designs is when we partnered up with women designers, even in the interior design with Stone. And and the majority of women that I know that I work with or customers, there's something about Stone that they just, you're right, they absolutely love it. Well, Stone has so many unique qualities. I mean, it has healing properties. Now I want to get into that whole holistic side of it. But that exists and has existed for you know, tens of thousands of years. I mean, people have turned to stone forever. Each color has a different property, and uh, all of that's great. And I definitely agree with you. When I collaborate with people all over the country, uh, whether it be a, a, a monument or um, an artistic mosaic, uh, we did the Chicago skyline for the Chicago public schools. I mean, th these are all big things um, that, again, it's the male, female, it's, you know, whatever it is, it's just working together you know, and creating amazing products with eco-friendly materials that do not belong in the bottom of a landfill. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. And, you know, Julie, I just want to get the uh, listeners caught up to a, a little bit of a visual of some of the stuff that you create. So, folks, if you are listening, go to RecycledGranite.com and, and see some of the gallery there. But um, the, one of the first things that uh, Julie created here was what we call, we call it a thin veneer. You know, it's really, it's about an inch thick, maybe a little less, quarter. Julie? Quarter? Quarter inch. No, it's not quarter inch. Three, three eighths. It, you know, it's yeah, natural. It's like stone, a half, so stone maybe. Splits it its own. Yeah. It's, yeah, we say three eighths to a half, yeah. But it's a tight, it fits with a tight joint. There's no mortar between the joints. So when you put these pieces together, uh, which are snapped, 
out of what you would find in like a polished uh, granite countertop that's left over. And Julie puts together these colors and creates like shades of gray, which is a very okay. Can we talk color. about that? Yeah, go ahead. Shades of gray is one of the most popular one. Yeah, and maybe this is me because I have issues. But when I'm with like a young young housewife or stuff, and she's looking at, it, she says, "I love that." Yeah, I pause before I say shades of gray because I think she's gonna think like I'm a fan of the movie. Oh thing. my gosh! And, but it's oh. true. Like, but then I say a woman <laughs> came up with this name. That. This wasn't me, but a woman came up with this name, so we're good. No, right? It's it like because I don't me. want you to I did think. Not come up with it. You did not come up with that. No, name? I did not come up with that one. Who no, came I did up not. with one it? of my one of my uh, one of the guys I met somewhere, he's like, you should have called this Shades of Grey because that's really what it is. And within our franchise, we've had uh, color experts where we're discussing renaming some of our blends, and that is one of the issues. And that goes back to that marketing thing, and I'm glad that you brought that up because <laughs> um, it could have a negative connotation. Yeah, Julie, it. honestly, um, I don't want so. you hanging out with that guy that came up with that name. I'm a little nervous <laughs> for you. Okay, I think you need to set the bar okay. high because that guy sounds deep and dark to me. There's, he's got some issues, well, and if you ever see him wearing a leather jacket, run. <laughs> what would you name the color? I, I would call it. Think? I would call it. Uh, moonlight. Oh gosh, moonlight something. No, that's dark. What about harbor? Harbor Gray. No, that reminds I me like when Boston Harbor gray. was polluted. I like shades of gray. <laughs> it's true. It's what it is. And if it brings up the conversation and the person looks at you, then you go, okay, you saw that movie. About, I did how not. About, how about so, rain cloud gray? No, uh, no. Let's, listen, my favorite blend that you create, by the way, is Everest. That's my favorite blend. Oh, that is blend. very popular. That yeah. is my favorite we blend. We did that blend. Yep. That's gorgeous. We did that on America's Most Desperate Landscape, I believe it was about a year and a half ago. In Mobile, Alabama. I saw um, that. With J.C. Cameron. Outdoor fireplace. We did a fireplace uh, and a grill surround. Yeah, it was a four-sided, or had four, the, four, the stone was on four sides of the fireplace. It was a double or two-sided fireplace. But yeah, it was amazing. And actually, um, yeah, we're, we're hopefully going to be opening a franchise in that location very soon. Awesome. So, yeah, it's, That's great. So, that's amazing. So, but so what I do, I just want to say what I do like about the veneer is that when it goes together, because there's no joint... That's what I was going to say. It's explain, a dry fit. Explain to it. For, for, it. It's a dry fit, and it's level. Yeah, so... It, it, it almost it is looks... It's a dry fit. Um, go ahead. Yeah, it's, it, you know, you can... We have individual stones, or we can... We also have it on, on mesh, as mesh panels. Right. We have it both ways. Um, you know, I prefer the individual stones because I like perfection. I want everything to line up perfectly. And while mesh, mesh panels do that as well... And they, you know, they're faster to install. If you're if you're doing a backsplash or you know around a fireplace when you just have that nine inch space, on, you know, on the on side the of the fireplace, yep. it is, yeah, exactly. Um, it's much more easy to just apply a thin set mortar on the back of them and just line them all up, and then you have zero seams. It it's just perfect. It is absolutely perfect, and it doesn't take that long. I mean, I, I do a fireplace. I'll do. One installed by myself in a day, so it's not like. See, it's yeah, that's the thing is getting getting some of the masons that come into the place to explain to them that they're individual pieces because a lot of a lot of them now are used to which I I don't like the panels, mm. and I don't like the panels because it limits me on how I can set it and make my cuts. Right. I explain to them once you get going with it, it's almost like you get in a zone. You do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Once you get that first yeah. row level, like I, I encourage people, if you're going to do a fireplace, I tell them to do your first row over the firebox. 
so you don't end up with these little sliver cuts when you come up to yeah, the like top a, of Yeah, like you're working with right. brick. Right. So you, you start on the firebox yeah. and you can work your way up or down. But once you get going with it and you get a feel for it and you break the joints so you don't have continuous joints, it's mm-hmm. it's pretty – I kind of well, liked it. What it was I, fun. What I like about having the individual pieces is I can create my own blend. Right. Right. And I, that's what I yeah, like. If you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I could do 5% um, of, you know, Everest mixed in with 95% of shades of gray if I wanted to or something like that. But I did want to say one thing yeah. about this veneer, Julie, is that you have to imagine folks that if you're going to do a whole wall with this, when you come into the room, you look at this and you think, is that like just a textured stone? What is that? Like, it just takes your breath away. Because you can't quite figure out if it's a tile or a stone or a stone panel because the joints are so tight. And then it, it just becomes a wall of yeah. stone. A wall of stone and you know without seeing the separation. And you know what's very important with her product? If you're doing a large area, lighting is a huge part mm. of that project. Am I right, Julie? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the light just can – I mean, our stone naturally sparkles. Um, obviously, different stones have different different sparkling qualities, but – when you split the stone like we do, it reveals the quartz and mica inside the stone. Oh, yeah. And when there's light reflecting off that, I mean, some of these walls, you literally walk past, and it comes to life. It, it is diamonds on the wall, and you're walking. As you're walking, the, the wall is almost following you. There's just the glitter and everything is everywhere. And I don't mean like high glitter, like glam, although we do have that type of stone available, too. You know, it can even be to the more the textured, the the warmer shades too, like our earth blend, which is very popular. Right. So it's, it's everything. And, um, you know, a, a while back we learned that, um, people had the, they were like, Oh, I don't want to install all those little pieces. That's why we went to the mesh, um, sure. went to the mesh, mesh production because you have to listen to what your clients say as a business. If someone keeps telling me the same thing and I don't want to follow that direction, I'm an idiot. So we always, <laughs> right. as, but you, you know what? Yeah, as, as business owners, we have to listen. You're right, and I think you're very smart going to New Jersey, because as you know, in Jersey, there's a large Italian population, and when you start talking about stone that sparkles and twinkles, that is big in mm. the Italian families. Derek and I grew up with that, <laughs> and when they see your product for underneath their cabinets or fireplaces, or the back of a wall in a yeah, wine cellar. Yeah. A, lot oh, of, yeah. a lot of homeowners now are yeah. doing wine cellars, small wine cellars in their house. Right. When they see that with that LED yeah. lighting, I am telling you, yeah. it's going to be big. I think that your yeah, product- Yeah, we've done quite a few wine cellars. Oh, I, I've seen them. They're incredible. I think your product, your veneer product, is a perfect fit for any backsplash. It really is. Underneath any kitchen cabinets yeah. with all those different colors, it's gorgeous. And the yeah. other thing I like about it is- you find out that it's a recycled product and oh, it makes you feel good about okay. buying it. So here's- but sometimes these recycled products, it's getting a little crazy now because they push, it's recycled, it's recycled, and it's ugly. Yeah. Julie's happens to be beautiful first. Right. And then the upside is it's recycled. Julie, here's a, I wanted to share this with you. and uh, We have, um, as you know, a local trade school that we support and working on an internship program in South Shore Technical High School. And... Um, the uh, kids come in every other Friday for a tour, the freshmen, uh, looking at what shop they're going to get into. And when we bring them into the area where your products are being displayed, we tell them the backstory, and they're like, what? <laughs> and, and we look at them, and this is what we always say, is this product started with just an idea from one person. So just because See, you have an idea, don't think 
Don't think it can't happen because it can happen. And it was just it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Their eyes just light See, right up to nice. me. See, that's that's who you are when you're with these kids. You're very nice. You talk. You know how I explain it to them? I look at all the guys and I say, "Hey guys, this proves one thing in life, and you might as well learn it now." <laughs> I know where you're going. Women are smarter than, <laughs> than men. men. Yeah. I said, Derek and I have been in this business since we were 10. Yeah. You think we'd freaking come up with an idea saying, hey, let's take that recycled granite countertops. Let's make veneer and fire pits. And no, well, it has to be a woman who's not even in our business. Right, exactly. So I quit, I win, <laughs> and the sooner you guys learn that at 18 years old, your life will be a lot better. Julia, it's true. <laughs> it's true. It is true. You know, Dean's, a, Dean's the idea guy, so when we were in the dump truck, every Monday, you know, every day I'd pick him up. Every Monday, he have a new idea so for 16 years imagine how many mondays of ideas he had over 16 years one of them was a tv show though so i have to give that to him i will give that to him <laughs> a successful very successful tv shows and you got you know it's so nice that you guys still um speak at events when i when i met you uh saw you at the um a concrete what was it the concrete expo oh, oh the world of, of concrete in uh, vegas yeah in vegas. yeah yeah world of concrete vegas yes um you know it's just, you're everyone loves you you're walking around everyone's like they just they everyone knows who you are and they know what you do and they respect you because on your tv shows which is the reason i love them so much is you help the person understand what they were doing yeah you weren't like just uh, buzzing through it in three seconds and all of a sudden there you have the end result and you don't even know what happened. You went through step by step and explained the the why and the how to get things done and that's what is lacking in the marketplace right now it's, and that's it's why your true. podcast is important. Well that was a conscious decision because Derek and I when we realized we were going to be on DIY and HGTV we looked at the other hosts and we said there's no way anyone's going to watch our shows because we're bringing sexy back. <laughs> So we said we better we better really educate people and make them want to watch our show not because of us but because we bring in really cool products and designs that make them want to have it at their house. All right, listen, I want to dive. Well, that's that's debatable. You guys, yeah, it's not like you guys listen, are hard on you know hard on the eyes. Come on, let's uh, go. Julie, you know he, he's always fishing for compliments. It's, <laughs> that's, that's, it's so pathetic. That it's totally so pathetic. Wasn't fishing. Yeah, we're to- you're always fishing. You know always. what's weird? You, it doesn't feel like we're doing a podcast here. It feels like we're out with Julie having all, a glass of wine, talking stupid. Julie just doesn't understand that there's a spotlight in this studio, and every time you turn it to yourself, it's like, can we focus on the guest? Please. So, listen, I want to get back to the menu of products you have because the next thing I want to talk about, like Dean was saying, we do want to talk about the products a little bit, is the fire pit. Because that is very different. Your fire pits are very different, the circular and the square. So, get us caught up to how you discovered that and how they come about. Yeah, so our fire pits are amazing. We have, um, you know, we have our square, our circle 36-inch, a 48-inch. We do a, a bonfire 51-inch, and we can do almost any size that anybody wants. We can do squares. We've done rectangles. There are a variety of inserts um, that we can use. Uh, you know, they can be gas, wood burning. Just the opportunities are endless, and that's another thing that sets us apart from any other local concrete fire pit manufacturer when they're just, you know, slapping together um you know, cement and concrete, whatever it is. Uh, and isn't it concrete? <laughs> cement uh, makes concrete, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Julie. Oh, but Julie. Julie, you know what I do anyway. like about your fire pits? Because Derek and I encourage people, you know, because concrete pavers, they've come a long way and, and a lot of people use them. But in our designs, Derek and I love incorporating natural stone yes. into designs. Absolutely. And when you incorporate your fire pit, 
into a, a, a large uh, outdoor room that has concrete pavers, it gives it a totally different look. Upgrades it. Totally, it. It, it does. Upgrade. It does. So yeah. you once again, yeah, you were right on with that. Well, it's that richness that you don't have to pay. You know, you don't have to have. Although stone pavers are beautiful, not everyone can afford them. Right. Um. It, the 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 recycled granite fire put fire pit kind of gives you that little that luxury without having to have your whole area all filled with super expensive things. And another um another reason our our fire pits are amazing is you can move them. They're not set. The stones are each stone is weighs about seven pounds. Mm-hmm. Um. Therefore, they don't move. So when they're set, they're stacked on top of each other. They are you know it's a permanent structure, not permanent, semi permanent structure. Um, but if you want to move that fire pit across the yard next season, or you want to change the design in that fire pit, like let's say you want to put black around the top or put a band of black through or a ribbon, you know, however, whatever design you want that you can do that. You're not locked in with this one product that, um, you know, you're stuck with forever. You're right. right. There's, there's, it's flexible. You're absolutely right about that. Go ahead, Dean. Julie, gonna... are you finding in your designs now, because we're seeing it where we are, uh, at the cores here. Uh, contemporary is becoming really popular. Clean lines, fire pits that were really popular round or now they're going for the more rectangular or square. Are you seeing that in your side of the business? Yeah, I think uh, contemporary is taking on a trend again. Um, I, I went to school for interior design for a short amount of time, and uh, and I've always been intrigued by designers. But I think uh, contemporary is, is, like you said, a trend. And the nice thing about our stone is that our stone is always natural. It, it's always going to be that kind of base foundation that even if you have some contemporary look with it, it's still that natural traditional look too. It, it kind of combines the two elements together, if that mm. makes sense. It does make sense. And on those on that fire pit, by the way, one of the things I loved about installing, uh, we've installed several of them, mm-hmm. but one of the things I love about working with the product is as I'm going along with each piece, I can decide which pieces I want to put aside for the cap. I could create whatever you exactly. want, like you were saying. If I if I like the black pieces of the uh, of the granite or or the gray pieces or whatever, I pull them aside. I know how many pieces I need for the top, depending on the shape, and I can make it as colorful as I want, right. or I can make it as muted as I want. So really, the best part about and this is a very homeowner friendly product too. Yes, let's let's be honest about that. Uh, as long know, as you put it on a level surface, of course, of course, you know. But I yeah. mean, you know, contractors, of course, but homeowners can absolutely work with this product. Product. And when you get to, you know, have your own spin on it, you can make it your own. Yeah, you can make you know? it creative. It's, it's very not, creative. It's not so uh, programmed for you, you know. Julie, I got to tell yeah. you, we're coming. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. No, I would say as a franchise, you know, my favorite thing is direct to consumer, direct to homeowner. That way I know I know my clients who walk in my door and, you know, we know we know these people just like you guys know your your buyers who come in the door. And that's that's what we need in this day and age with all the social media. And I'm talking to, you know, your friends of people on Facebook, you don't even know who they are. Mm. But you know the people who right. come in your door. You see their face and you hear their story. And it, right. it all comes together. It does come together. And your story is huge for us at Plymouth Quarries and with Dean and Derek. You know, we if anybody out there wants to see the products in your local in the Hingham area, come on by our showroom at Plymouth Quarries. Yeah, You'll but see Julie, there. give us your website again, yeah, too. Yeah, Julie, go ahead. It is recycledgranite.com. Or recycledgranitepavers.com, um, and also our our most eco-friendly um, um, stone and pallet concept is stoneandpallet.com. That is what we call our Model A 
for our franchise, and that's more of the artistic side that is exploding very quickly. Well, very, very quickly. Well, you've exploded since we've met you in what was that, 2009, 2008 ish, nine time? I you know, it's been it's at least yeah, 2009, I think it was. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah 10 years. Gosh. Every year you're doing something new, Julie. Every year. It's like we can't keep I up am. with you. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Well, it's like McDonald's. McDonald's always has to add something new to their franchise, right? That's you have right. to stay relevant. That's right. And we we love being relevant with you, and we love selling your products. So thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. And tell the cook back home we said hello, okay? And, uh, <laughs> I will. Thank you guys so <laughs> Thank much. you, Julie. I You're I, the best. I can't tell you how much I appreciate your uh, partnership. Thank, thank you so you. much. You too, Julie. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> thank you. Julie Rizzo at Recycled Granite. I'm telling you, I, I, she just inspires me. She does, and I would love young young people to listen to her story. Once again, yeah. she's a very interesting story, and it's not it didn't happen overnight. <clears throat> but she had an idea, she had a great eye, and she made it happen. So that's how I tell the story. But you tell the boys the story by making them feel bad that the women are smarter than them. I th- no, I'm yeah. trying to save them angst because <laughs> if you don't if you don't learn that lesson young, you oh, will live a miserable gosh, life. It's the truth. I just think you need a microphone all by yourself. <laughs> That's what you need. Anyway, folks, this is Dean and Derek, and we'll see you next week. Be safe. Be safe.